podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? still podcasting. It shows up and it waits for me. Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 134, colon, Russ is hungry. I'm your host, Tiggs. With me, as always, are Russ. We are Stevens. <laughs> Peter. I, I completely forgot we did, we do this. <laughs> and Alex. We are farmers. We are farmers. Advertising oh. money, guys. That, like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to get, we got that check coming after that. Thank you very much, Alex, for that plug. Uh, it is the end of September right now. We haven't talked to you guys in a little while. Um, so we got a whole bunch of stuff to get through. And luckily, I only need at least an hour and a half for Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time. So let's just start with everything else, and then I'll let everyone else drop, and I'll just talk about that for a while. Um, sound good? Talk about what? Talk oh, about the, what again? Uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time. Uh, uh, streaming now on Amazon. Catch it. So, wait, is now is Evangelion, though... Neon Genesis even going to staying on Netflix though. This is a very funny uh, situation right now, wouldn't you say? I, Where I you have to go? Yeah, to, in order to get the full saga, you need to have both Netflix and Amazon because Netflix will give you, you know, uh, your, your Evangelion was uh, episodes one through twenty six plus end of okay. Evangelion and Rebirth. Um, and then in order to get the rebuilds, those are all on Amazon Prime right now. So in order to get the full saga, which if you see Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time, you'll know is a singular timeline. All of it happened. That's the big thing. Um, Nothing has sounded more foreign to me in my whole entire life than what you're talking about right now. <laughs> All right. In, in, in a society in which shared universe and continuity is such a hot button topic, across so many different things that was like shit soup to my brain (laughs) (laughs) it's not just diarrhea i feel like that exactly i like the rebrand of shit soup (laughs) that's more fancy yeah no i I think that that, that's that 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 sounds better so these are movies though correct it's a a, it's a few movies right there we're not Talking about Evangelion. Anyway. There are no, we're going through movies. it. So how, how now the Evas in this have they received any sort of upgrades? Oh, there are there are a lot, lot there's new Evas in this one. Uh there, yeah. there are upgrades to the old ones. I mean if you really watch the first two, Evangelion one point oh point or one point one point one. Sure. And and obviously Evangelion Reveal two point two point two, you'll see that it's very much just a retelling of like the first half, basically, until like the you know kind of the end of uh the the Evangelion series. However, <laughs> There are differences that you'll notice that'll make you think, hmm, did those, did that series already happen? Yes, it did. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Let, let, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop going on, on this right now. And let's talk about a couple of movies that more, more of us saw than just me uh, three times. Um, so. <laughs> that rules. Let's talk about, no, whenever we please let's talk about nothing but anime from now on okay yeah the anime anime podcast anime anime podcast coming and coming you know that that's if it stays on the schedule of this we'll have one for you next year um okay right. so man there are a lot of things to talk about and obviously the biggest thing to talk about has to be the latest marvel release 
And I think that we should probably start with it. I know you're expecting a joke here, but I really think we should just talk about Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest movie of uh, the pandemic. Just yep. about, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, uh, it overtook Black Widow this past weekend. Wait, Bl- Black Widow did better than uh, Fast 9? Uh, yeah. If you not, that, I don't like, think interna- I don't think internationally, but yeah. uh, in ter- in the U.S., yes. Okay. And it definitely did if you count that whatever sixty or eighty million or whatever for Disney Premiere Plus or whatever they call it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so, one big thing we talked about with Black Widow. Uh, one big thing that's been a, like a, kind of a sticking point for me since the pandemic started is that all this time has made me feel like that. Like, oh, you know, Marvel, that story's done. So why? So my least favorite parts of this movie is when they were like, I, I don't I don't get excited as when they go to tie things in anymore. So, especially the post credit scene, I don't have I the like same excitement yeah. anymore. I yeah, agree. yeah. The post credit scene, I, I don't want to hold the post credit scene against it. Um, uh, although yeah. it, I was very I was like, why are we even here right now? Yeah, because uh, you only talk about it, the pre credit scenes. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to talk about everything that happened before the 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 post credit scenes. Um, I, I I was I was soured on that, and like the the couple times that uh, Wong was in the movie and the Abominations cameo, I was just like, I don't really want to do this. I'm I'm really enjoying everything else that's going on. It it here's the thing. It was it was like it was fun, but it was cheap fun. And it, the movie didn't have to hang its hat on that. I think Marvel now has enough cachet when they like show you a new part of a world that they don't really have to tie it to anything we've seen previously. Like we're 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 big boys and girls now. You got us watching a fucking cartoon every week. Yep. You we don't need to have it all tie in so. Uh, shoe, in a, such a shoehorn fashion. It didn't feel organic, I guess, is, yeah, is my I mean, thing. I, but that's not to take away from the movie, because I had I had a lot of fun. I liked everything that was really uh, lore-heavy. Um, I thought it was fun. I I really liked the movie. I, I also liked all the all the stuff with Wong as well. I actually thought it was really fun to, to kind of see him back, because I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about him as a character. Uh, to be completely honest, uh, I liked everything up until the very end. I thought that when it became more of a kaiju movie, uh, it, it kind of lost some of its appeal to me. I, I thought that w- th- it seemed like they were saying, I think we may have just done Black Panther again. And then they were like, well, let's add in some big CGI stuff right now. And and that's uh, and that's kind of where it lost me. I, I thought all of the people stuff, all, all of like the, the martial arts stuff was fantastic. Um, and then once it kind of became like a big monster thing, uh, I, I kind of lost. Uh, I I was sort of hoping it would tease a big monster thing and it yeah. wouldn't go there. And Definitely. the soul sucking motherfuckers would be like as bad as it got. And those were great. Uh, but I mean, it, but it, yeah, those were those are awesome. Uh, but su- super nitpicky. But yeah, it's it's I hate to say it's like Black Panther because that is a that doesn't make this movie feel like it is its own thing. And it right. very much is, but it's, it is very like black Panther. Yeah. So, so it's so in one, in one sequence, this movie kind of covers its ass in like a very like weird, uh, they don't want to, you know, with, with all the sort of issues that Hollywood have with depicting 
Asians kind of across the board. There's one really weird part in which uh, they're being told more of the story of that land, mm-hmm. which which visually is very much like how uh, Asia is like constantly portrayed. Like, oh, it's like little huts, people in robes. Yeah. But at one point, she's like showing the walls, like, and we also have really advanced cities <laughs> that you've never yeah. seen. And it was like, did you, did you just include that so people don't think that this is what Marvel says Asian a- Asian stories are like, and that's it? Which was because yeah. I liked, I liked how much it felt like a fairy tale at the beginning. Yes, me too. I thought that whole opening sequence with his mom and dad was, was great. So good, yeah. Um, and also, his dad is like the fucking man. I, I I thought he was so fucking good in this movie. Uh, every scene he was in, the ma- the fact that he just co- he commanded the whole the whole screen. He was one of the best Marvel villains so far. Yeah. If you want to call him a villain, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he sells that arc in which. You, I think you understand his motivations constantly. Yep. And, and I think he underplays some of the menace at the right times to great effect. Oh, yeah. Uh, for what I was saying before, but the one, the bigger cameo in this movie, if you could call it that, I loved. without Because Alex hasn't seen it. I don't want to say much more, but that really worked for me. Oh, Yes, I, and sorry, I was I was speaking in a fashion earlier, not realizing Alex hadn't seen this yet, so I apologize if I gave anything away. Sorry, that's eh, fine. It's fine. I don't, not really like. I, you know what? I had a month. <laughs> I think it's on Disney Plus next week. I think it's literally next week. It is. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get it then. I feel bad because I really I actually didn't really want to see this. Um, it just uh, unfortunate circumstances just kept popping up, but um. Yeah, I, I hope that this is like I, I feel like nowadays when we get someone's solo movie, it kind of can feel like standard fare. Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. And it sounds like this at least is different enough that it doesn't a hundred percent just feel like a, a copy and paste with some things rearranged. Too much. I mean, although you guys seeing a lot of like Black Panther, that's. I mean, if you're gonna crib from a Marvel movie previously, That's you can do worse than than Black Panther. Right. But yeah, no, this this didn't. I was not that excited to see this because I think I just got trailered out. I think uh, a lot of these movies that we're that have been delayed and delayed and delayed. I like. I I'm just tired of having thoughts about them in my brain. Yeah, so yeah. I had no no energy ready ready to see it i saw it after work on a friday but it ended up really really pleasantly surprising me it's it's definitely upper i'd say it's somewhere in the bottom of the upper tier of marvel all right yeah there's what what are there like 25 now yeah this would be bottom of the top quarter yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. That that it, is a that's a safe. Yeah. I'd say yeah. Definitely top eight, eight or nine for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I uh, I it was just so much fun. Like more than it, and it's it's really funny. 
um, th throughout so much of it. Like, the, the, everyone Effortlessly plays... Effortlessly funny. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I think that Alex, yeah, once you do get the, the chance to see it, which will probably be next week, um, uh, at home, in the comfort of your home, uh, it, it's going to be just like a, a fantastic ride. Um, uh, Alex, hate to burst your bubble. It's going to be November 12th wow. on Disney+. Plus. Wow. They, oh, they lengthened no? they they... from 45 because it's doing so well. Oh, yeah, they don't so want to have weird. another ScarJo situation. So, well, if anything, yeah. this, this, should, this should be telling that's like they really did fuck over Black Widow. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, they did. I mean, it seemed like a good guy thing to do at the time. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, for the for the consumers, right? Um, and clearly, it was because it, it you know made tens of millions doing that. But I'm sure to keep your your talent happy, yeah, not not necessarily the best move. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. But wait, nope. actually, actually, sorry. What, one yeah. last thing. But you're saying about in terms of connections to the, to the greater Marvel universe. Ever, you're saying that like this is. Do you see this as as having a future? Like this franchise is having a big future. Or this characters and everything. Well, that's what the post credit scene really does. A great deal of heavy lifting to say like. This is gonna like this character and what's what's happening kind of with him is going to be important, but yes. we don't. I don't think we need that. Like this was yeah. super enjoyable. I like the character. I want to see more of the character. Yeah. And if he just showed up later, I would have liked it then. I don't. I don't need that. That it's a nothing of a tease. And I'm just like I don't. I don't. I don't want to do the big stuff already again. But but you have to remember, yeah, that the it, fans. The fans like that though. Like you need to have people pumping out YouTube videos with lots of red circles saying like, "Is this <laughs> how Shang Chi really ties into the yeah. Avengers 5? Oh man, Mephisto's coming. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's like that's it's literally every YouTube video. Is, oh, yeah. it's Mephisto. Um, but yeah, I get it. I get how that is. It just the movie worked so well without need, without having to do all that, and it it's just like oh here here we go. We're we're about to hop on the all consuming end of the world end of the universe uh, roller coaster again. And it just like I like or I I liked at least that I thought we were gonna get a nice slow build up of the world and shit that isn't all linking together yeah we know everybody is connected but it's nice to have some separate standalone stories for a little bit and yeah. I, it seems like we're gonna not have that at yeah. all well, it's like we're at the point in which everyone knows everything's connected yes. yeah in the same universe i don't think you need to try as hard to force importance at different places yes Especially when we know, like, all this multiverse shit is about to go down uh, from between Loki and Spider-Man and, and and Doctor Strange. It's like, we got enough connection going on that we don't really need it everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. Just, a, just a, a tiny critique from a movie I very much enjoyed. Yeah. All right, let's move it on. We all saw Free Guy. 
let's talk about Free Guy. Or Alex, so most of Free Guy. So let's talk about most of Free yeah. Guy. I could talk hour about an Plus, hour. Right? Yeah. Um, it is? Not Disney yeah. Plus. It's, 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 wait, is it Disney Plus? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's on Disney Plus. Let's say yes. I'll check right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, me I, too. I'm shocked about how much I enjoyed this movie. Oh, I love this Very movie. Very good. <laughs> it's really fun. I was laughing so hard throughout this whole movie. <laughs> What I, what I was really very, very happy with is it, the trailers, I think, were bad because they made it seem like the faux video game action was going to be the most important and biggest part. And yeah. it's so it's such a just feature of the movie. I, the, the fact that this movie is more characters and comedy and relationships is yes. a huge welcome surprise. Yeah, like, I think when they try playing really hard so far into some video game pop culture type stuff, that's when it, those are the moments it kind of stumbles a little bit, as opposed to using it as a set dressing for the characters and, and a setting. of Like, like that stuff is, is, is great. But when you have, like, ninjas show up. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that's. And all that shit was lost on me. I'm like, I don't, I know some of these people, but I was at a theater and people were like, oh, that guy. I'm like, I don't know what any of this shit yeah, is. Yeah, I, I had to have my niece and nephew tell me who those people were afterwards. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't seem like it was important that you knew who any of those people were. Right. You it, just knew that they were people that stream and, and you know that people stream video games. Yeah. Those scenes were treated exactly like they would have been if those were extras. Which is true. Yeah. yeah. It was never like, just like ninja here playing, yeah, exactly, or anything like that. So, uh, free guy is not currently streaming yet. It is not. I, I somebody might have it illegally. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, and especially from the trailers, I was I had a lot more fun with Taika Waititi's character than I thought I would was going to. Yep. Oh, he was so funny. It was just it was a, it was a it was a huge surprise and like it's it's still one of those things that I don't know I think I get if people didn't like it but for me it was it was not what I expected and it's not what I was expecting to not like more right. than anything. yeah my hope my uh, expectations were I thought it, I, they were low but they were also measured in the sense that I thought I knew exactly what I was going to get and not love yeah and I got something very different. And that's refreshing. Like normally, what I walk, I I get what I expect in most most movie experiences. Free Guy was a delightful surprise. Mm. Uh, Alex, when did you when did you stop? Uh-oh. Talk later. Yeah. <laughs> stop podcasting. It seems like minutes ago. <laughs> Not too long. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened here. Um, in which Alex keeps trying to talk and he thinks we're ignoring him. <laughs> oh, not that again. Uh, he's on the call still. So. Well, let's skip to something else. Okay, let's skip to Candyman. Oh, a sequel to the original Candyman. But not uh, any of the other sequels of Candyman. Those yeah. are all ignored. But that first one, totally. Yeah. Looks great. Yep. I uh, I I didn't find it scary at any point. Oh, that, I was no, just, nothing. 
it, it's I okay uh, it's not no it's not scary but it is it is ve- it is well shot yes. it's well directed it's not scary um, and I think it gets a little clunky with what it's trying to do with Candyman the Spectre or the Ghoul or the Boogeyman. I'm like, I get what you are attempting, but it 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 didn't completely work for me. But I did I I like for lack I enjoyed the movie. I liked what it mostly was I liked what it was trying to do. I just don't know that it stuck the landing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 just a thing that even as a kid, hearing about the movie before I saw it seemed terrifying. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I still, I don't think to this day I've said that, said Candyman five times. Nope, the definitely not. Doing that I'm like, what, what's what? the benefit? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds terrifying. And I think there's some, there's some scenes that could have been done in which they actually make that act scary. And that yes. is for the case. Like the five, the the girls that do it in the bathroom. That oh, I thought that was great. That was like my favorite scene. That, yes. That's the only one that's kind of. That's the only scene like that. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't feel any tension leading up to it. It was already at the point. It was like, okay, they're gonna say it and they're gonna die. Yep. It didn't. It didn't feel like it was building something. It, it. I guess it never felt like it was building the tension that maybe they won't. Right, and I think if it maybe if that scene had a character that was not just in a previous scene for like a couple seconds, but if that was an actual character uh, that we knew and had some feeling behind, maybe that scene plays a little different. But yeah, yeah it, it's all it's all little little nitpicky shit, and I'm like, I I I liked what. I, I I appreciate the attempt. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that sounds very pat on the on the head, like nice try. But okay. I, I I appreciate the attempt. I just think it got a little muddled in. So I'm like, what are we supposed to think about Candyman at the end of this movie? Like, what are we supposed to think about the specter of Candyman? Yeah, like, I, what is? I I know. Sure. I think I know what you want me to think, but you're not doing a great job of getting me there. Cause I wasn't sure if they were setting up that Candyman or the idea of Candyman was always that thing or if Coleman or a uh, spoiler, sorry, spoiler. Yeah. That, that, I think we could spoil it at this point. It's been, if yeah. Coleman Domingo's character found out a way to kind of weaponize it. Well, I think that is, I think that's like what that's they're trying. It ends, right? Like in, in, I think, in I think that's the where they're, end. What yeah. They're, I think that's what they're trying to say. Like we're taking back this, this power, this, this person that has been like used against us. We're gonna, we're taking it back. Like we're taking the story back and we're going to use them on you. But it, it, that doesn't really seem like, uh, that's not a heroic act. No. Um, especially when it's coming from like a, a guy who's pretty crazy <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, cool. So we did that. I feel terrible for Yaya Abdul-Mateen. He never had a chance. 
that's to me awful. Like I, I think about I think about what happens to him through the course of the movie, and that is the horror movie to me. Like you had no control over your life. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're a fucking monster. I I'm also not a big fan of films or any media about an artist in which they create a piece that I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then it's immediately shit on by everyone in the film. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm left sitting there like, do I not get art or do they do a too good of a job of making it bad? Like I, I was like, I was lost when his, during his first art show. Oh yeah. Um, but like the mirror, the mirror piece, or the—I yeah. the, thought that was awesome. That was cool. And then everyone like shit on it, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know what to think now about him as an artist, my own opinion about art, <laughs> the opinion of the like the critics and the people in the art world around him, like, who knows? It's it's always very confusing for me. Um, uh, but oh, go, going back to this, uh, further giving more evidence of my theory that Coleman Domingo might be the best actor working currently oh you put him in something and i'm into it i know i am so 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 down for whatever he wants to do um yeah he's great he's really great uh but yeah good good performances look good i just uh, I don't... Oh. there he is yeah all right just a little headset dying and then my computer didn't like my internals stuff. Cool. Well, I, I said a couple of spoilery things about Candyman that you didn't hear then. Yeah. No. So it turns out he's a vegetable man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, so, Alex, it all. bad news. This is going to have to be the one podcast you don't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them all before. That's insane <laughs> to think about. Who are you guys again? This is. Oh jeez, yeah. uh, where where do we want to move next? I really want to know about the card counter. Uh, how is it? Should I see it? See it? Yeah, percent uh, see it. I loved it. It's excellent. Uh, what? That was another. What is it's, it? It's a Friday, and I was like, I think I might be too tired to watch this movie. And then I said, I will fall asleep or not, depending on how good this movie is. And it got me. It got really? me. Got me real yeah, good. It, this is the new Paul Schrader. Um, uh, I did first reform. People that don't know, know him, um, it's uh, the Oscar Isaac Tiffany Haddish. Uh, right, I Ty love, Sheridan. Yeah, I love everything this movie attempted to say. It all worked for me. It's excellent. Um, I it's it's incre- it's incredible how that it all came together uh, in my estimation, and I, I absolutely. Uh, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Okay. Yeah, it's it's real good. And and it's and it's fine if you don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know anything. I I I've good. I, yeah. All I've heard then, then is enjoy, very good enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy the knowing nothing about it and and just see it. Yeah, they, I mean, The marketing's really good. They really don't tip too much away about what's going on besides the fact that he is playing a lot of cards and counting them. Yeah. The titular card delivers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for them to uh premiere it in Fortnite, so you know. <laughs> okay. Um 
Pete, what did you think about Reminiscence? I didn't hate it. Really? I know you did. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hated it. <laughs> I think it's a perfectly fine sci-fi noir that's telling a pretty, I think, a pretty engaging mystery. I don't, I don't think you, anyone should go in with any expectations of, I'm just going to watch a sci-fi noir. I think it's fine. I, I went in expecting a sci-fi noir and got so bored about 15 <laughs> minutes in. I was like, what you, else can I possibly do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what this movie, it kind of reminds me of? What was that one with, like, the movie where, like, they mess with people's lives at night? Not Dark City, but it's, like, another sci-fi. You just... Yes. It weirdly reminds me of that. It's but, not. Like, sci-fi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, uh, did you watch it at home, Takes? I did, yes. Yeah, I watched it in theaters. That might be a big part of it. Okay. I think I can, I can understand if you were watching at home that you could check out pretty easily. It, it's, um, a, it's a movie that very kind of allows you to check out very easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Con- conceptually, I, I think that there's some, like, some really cool things there. Um, uh, but overall, I don't know, like halfway through, I was just like, I think I know where this is going. Like, this is get, getting <laughs> a little too obvious. Um, and then it was. But... <laughs> Where they got me uh, to not watch it was it was over two hours. That's, and I was like, I don't think I can do that. If only it was this 82 looks boring. minutes. I, I, saw like, I saw like a Metacritic of like 40-something and the time and the length. And I was like, you know what? That's a long time to spend on something that might not be good. Yeah, that's right. Nice. I was like, this is a movie I'm going to watch while I'm also fucking around on my phone. And I yeah. could do other stuff. I was, well, I, 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 think I movie, was like... It was a Friday. It was the Friday it came out, and I was just like, "Oh man, I've watched like three episodes of Celebrity Family Feud. What should I do now?" Oh, Reminiscence <laughs> came out. Watch more Celebrity Family. Feud. Yeah, to be fair, right. that is always ball, the ball. answer because it's uh, fantastic. Um, I really think unless unless it's a prestiged filmmaker, every movie that's designed to go straight to streaming, I think just for the sake of turning it on, should be less than two hours. Because I think yep. you, I think when I think you approach a more than two hour new movie streaming differently than you would in the theater, differently than you would a shorter movie at home. I oh, think, absolutely. I think you demand more from it in the first fifteen minutes than you yeah. would in the theater. You you do not give it that. Yeah, it, if it's a, if it's a slow start, you're just, uh, you you can just check out. So yeah. Easily. <laughs> Every every few minutes, it's like fuck. I could be doing something else. Yeah. But in a theater, you're not thinking fuck. I could leave right now right. after that. Yep. <sighs> so that's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's, support your theaters, people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. How about uh, how malignant's awesome? Question mark. Yeah, I gotta know about this movie. Yes. Malignant <laughs> rules. James Wan looked at studio execs dead in the eye and said, if you want me to make a movie, give me money and get the fuck away from me. And it's perfect. <laughs> it, this, this is going to be a, how did this get made classic? Like, I don't know how he, he must have some fucking pull, but you, you, you look at his, 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 his uh, filmography. He's mostly never left Warner brothers and new line. So he must have been. They must have been like, you know what? He's given us Aquaman, 
and a Conjuring franchise that's a yeah. horror movie franchise of a billion dollars. I guess we got to let him have this one. He has it's made so much money. shit. Aquaman, it's bat shit. It's a fucking Aquaman movie. Wait, what? It's starring, it, what? Aquaman, movie about, Aquaman is a movie about Aquaman. And right. Aquaman is the star of the one Apple TV show that no one watches but Peter. And and it made a billion oh, you're a big, dollars. Uh, you're a big sea head? I like sea a lot. Um, but it made Aquaman made a billion fucking dollars. James Wan makes money. And this is seems like the first time that he was like, please let me do what I want. And don't ask questions. So just to be clear, it, Aquaman is not in this movie? No. Oh, I was about to watch it, like, right now. I was going to end this podcast. No, you like, should what? still, no, you should still end this podcast and watch it. Okay. It's fucking wild. You can find it's us on the web. Is Patrick Wilson in it? No. Oh, uh, it's not, like, this wild, campy energy at points, especially in the opening ten minutes. It's, oh, like the before the the credits start with that "Where is my mind?" cover. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's the so good. Scene in the hospital is so over the top. It goes over the top when it wants to. It doesn't take itself seriously. It is an absolute absolute fun ride. And and what it's act and like what's actually going on is the wildest explanation possible. And they. And they completely and utterly dedicate themselves to it. What I was a great watching this segue movie. into Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1, thrice upon a time. I was I was watching this shit by myself. And again, I, I said it earlier, like, it is a movie that I'm so frustrated I saw by myself. Because I was talking. I was like, no. <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Stop. And it's, you it's, gotta be kidding me. You gotta be shitting me. You could probably name a couple movies that have wild, like, premises that you could tell at some point are slightly embarrassed about it and are trying to make up for how ridiculous. Like, I haven't seen The Orphan, but I'm gonna assume at some point that movie feels like it's embarrassing that that child's like a 40-year-old person. That is, yeah, that yes. 100%, yes. Malignant I... looks itself dead in the eye and says, I am malignant, fucking watch me. <laughs> I, this movie feels like James Wan was like Mr. Horror Guy for like I guess t what fifteen years, yeah. and yeah. this was like a movie that he had an idea for in college when he was fucked up one day, <laughs> and now he's like, you know what, you know what, I'm fine. I I have the cachet in this town to get this motherfucker made now, and I am doing it right. Like yeah. this movie was not made by or, or conceived by a James Wan of today. There's no possible way. I think this has been burrowed in the back of his mind for like at least 20 years. Because it's, I, I would imagine a younger, more energetic person came up with this fucking nut, I, nut insane idea. It's tread, great. Tread carefully there, Russ. Choose your words wisely. I, uh, I know. As I was saying it, I was like, did I just, <laughs> but they, they don't know anything, so it's It's one fun. of those movies that if, if someone, like, we'll spoil movies on this, but if someone asked me what's going on in Malignant, I would refuse and say, you just have to go watch Malignant. Oh, yeah. Lizzie was like, oh, what, what, so I, I thought we were going to watch that together. What was it about? I was like, you know what? Never going to tell you because we're going to watch this one day and I want you to know nothing. Really All right. So, yeah, I mean, okay. that, yeah, I guess I got to watch it. Is it still Could it crack my Max? top 10? 
Maybe. Uh, yeah, it should be. Okay, sweet. Damn. Okay. Is, yeah, now, well. as long as ninjas in it, that's all. Yeah, there's ninjas in it, right? You know what? Don't I'm tell us. Hurt. Don't tell us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Still on HBO. Okay, sweet. Uh, I yeah, I'm gonna watch that like tomorrow. Um, okay. Um, uh, Peter, what did you think of the protege? Uh, it was of all the sort of pseudo John Wicks, mm-hmm. it was the laziest. Oh, actually, no you know what? Gunpowder milkshakes the laziest. No, yeah, gunpowder um, milkshake is a hundred percent the laziest. Yeah. I don't know. This it just it feels like they didn't really know what they wanted to do except make a kind of actiony movie. It didn't. I don't know what they were going for, or what like especially when you make a movie about that's rooted in some way about um, like horrible trauma inflicted on a woman. Mm-hmm. You need to be doing something. Yeah. And I don't think it's trying anything. And it's just like I don't know why. I understand why Samuel Jackson's in this because he does everything, and you know it's that's fine. I just don't know why Michael. This doesn't really feel like a Michael Keaton role in any. Like, granted, this is this is the most like uh, American assassin movie Michael Keaton's done since American Assassin. Yeah, I, I mean, it didn't seem like people were really people were crazy about one. it. I yeah. yeah. I, I didn't hate it um, for the you know, I I do think that you're right. It, it's definitely as far as John clone John wow John clone John Wick clones go. It's uh, clone. down there at the bottom, you know. But it it I, I found most of it to be enjoyable. Uh, I, I guess Keaton they really needed that charismatic Keaton attitude or something like that for like a real dirtbag kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, he's I think most sexy, which yeah. is the confusing part. So, I mean, I'd say John Wick clones, probably what, nobody's probably the top and most recent. Oddly enough, no, nobody being the closest John Wick clone we've got, it's somehow also the best. Yeah. It feels like it is truly in that universe. Yeah. And I, I think calling Protégé a John Wick clone is a little much. I don't think it tries to do Well, he called anything. it a John Clonewick. Yeah, it's a John yeah. Clonewick. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's definitely it's, a John Clonewick. It's a John Q clone. A John Q clone. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'd go for a John And that's true. Q There's too. no, like, true mystery, like, other than kind of like the, the, that they set up in that, but it is the, the like, the revenge. The, so I guess it's really just a revenge story more yeah. than anything else, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it just, it never really like sells itself. The story much. is, does, doesn't, I thought that all the action is pretty well done. Um, kind of throughout. Uh, I, I, the, the, the same, everything about Samuel Jackson, um, and his storyline, I was just like, huh, should have saw that coming, but I didn't. Okay. Um, which surprised me. I was happy with that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is it worth a watch? Would, would you would you throw this on if it was like a Saturday night, and you were home alone doing nothing like I was, and no, you didn't I, have Home Alone? I didn't have Home Alone four to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I would because I did. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Russ and Peter and myself all saw Respect. 
I'm shocked that three of us saw this. <laughs> well, I saw that two of you saw it, and I'm like, why did two of you? <laughs> <laughs> I literally only watched it because you guys did. I I just was looking for something to see with A-List, and Caitlin had a day. She's like, I'd see the Aretha Franklin movie, and I was like, oh, I'll see the Aretha Franklin movie. And it's just, it's just I don't know why we're doing music biopics anymore. Uh, the, as, that's that's funny you oh, say that. As, as it was on, I was like, and you know what? I think this is the last one ever. I don't ever need to see anything about anyone's life ever again, especially if it's anywhere earlier than like 1995. Yeah, it just they're all the same. Yeah. And it's incredible. One of my favorite reviews about this movie was I can't believe they did so many scenes from Walk Hard. And then in parentheses, <laughs> I've actually never seen Walk Hard, but I'll only assume. <laughs> it just it Fuck, feels that's good. This was, was pre parodied by Walk Hard. Yes. Like you saw the like you saw everyone has seen this movie already. Yeah, a couple times. If you've seen Ray, and then, you've seen the line. And, if you walk hard, you've seen this. And that's sure. why I thought, like, maybe when you guys saw it, and I looked in the sheet, and I was like, oh, they saw it? I wonder if it does something different. And the answer is no. Yeah. It literally, it's like the definition of what these movies are. It's not elevating the form at all. It's just right down the middle. So if this is, like, your favorite genre of movies and you're you need to be fucking lobotomized, you'll <laughs> like it. But, uh, but this but movie mean, just I, has nothing. It's so it's just nothing. Yeah, but like Jennifer Hudson, I'm sure is sure. Who does. gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's the thing. Who gives a shit? We've... I'd uh... rather see you be a fucking cat that gets thrown out in the street and sings oh, like that movie well, Cats. Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's, no comparison it's here. Just, I, granted, I haven't seen it, but I would cats. I no no. I granted I haven't seen Rocket Man, but I think I would like if music biopics went the Rocket Man route. Like, let's also make it kind of a music, kind of a, a jukebox musical. Yeah, the Mamma Mia type of route. Yeah. yeah, Rocket Man is actually pretty. Like, I know Bohemian Rhapsody got nominated for Best Picture, or whatever, because it made almost a billion dollars. Sure. Uh, Rocket Man is a better movie by yeah. far. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So do it like that. Mix that shit in, but like. The boilerplate biopic movie in which someone has a bad childhood, gets famous, gets addicted to something, and then gets famous again. I don't – I can't do it anymore. No. And, like, we're going to watch uh, some Martin Luther King shit or, if it's a white movie, some JFK shit. And it's going to inform something in, like, wow, America. It's just I'm so fucking done. I'm done, and they're making an Elvis one, and I just really uh, see. Like yeah. a, they we gotta, gotta stop. Doing, no, I think I think the opposite. I think they gotta start doing this to like every band in like the modern era. <laughs> oh, no, if like, they did, if I, they I, did I, some forty-one, sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. That, that's why I specifically said after ninety-five, you want to give me some shit on that? That's cool. Like I don't want to see anything past the nineties. 
I mean, could you but imagine, like, earlier doing it's, it's, Blink-182 and, like, going down, like, the crazy UFO rabbit hole? That the, You know, that would be awesome. Oh, man. And, hey, uh, yeah. Mark, Mark Hoppus's cancer is in remission. Yeah, yeah. He's doing yeah. good. So Give that's us, a- like, the, like, Warped Tour. The movie. Like, what? <laughs> oh, that's, uh, okay. We're I didn't a- know where you were going with that. We're at a point in which, like, documentary miniseries are so good and well done that I don't think we need a dramatization of this stuff. That's fair. Yeah. I think people flock to that sort of thing. And I think that that sort of thing does bigger numbers and probably similar numbers to what music biopics did previously. So why are we still doing this? Like it's, as I said, it's you, as I said, it feels like it's pre parodied by Walker. Yeah, yeah, but and, it's also pre-packaged. Like it's got a, it's got an audience built in. It's got, like, it's a feel. Like someone knows, someone that's a fan of Ruth Franco that knows her music can go see this and probably not feel challenged by it in any way. Yeah, <laughs> and feel good. Like yeah. I don't know, but it's it's also weird. Like. They already made a, a mini series of Aretha Franklin's life, and it came out a year ago. That genius show, that anthology that National Geographic oh, does, yeah. and Cynthia oh. Erivo was Aretha Franklin. Like we are, like it just happened. What are we doing? Yeah. Like you, you, you gave her a, one. I don't think you need a show, but I, I'd much rather just give me a documentary. Chop it up, make it interesting, and just show me real shit. I have yeah. no interest in the dramatization because I was on Wikipedia while this movie was on, and I'm like, they just gave her a husband she never had, and now I'm like, this is annoying. Like the husband after the first one, that didn't happen anytime soon. Like that was yeah. much later, and they didn't have kids together, and it's Glenn Turman from a different world. Like, I was like, this is stupid. It's now I'm annoyed. Who is this man supposed to be? Like, I don't need you adding flavor to these things anymore. Just drop a documentary on Netflix. Yeah. If this, if this was a documentary series that was streaming that had good, good advertisement, it would be a hit. And never before seen footage and shit. Like that's what I'd rather watch. They just have to stop making these. Like they have to. Agreed. How did how was the box office for this? Anybody? Anybody? Pretty good, probably. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. All right. Don't know. Yeah. Alex. I won't tell you. You saw Prisoners of the Ghost Land, right? I did. Tell us about it. So is this an Alex only? Yeah. When do you yeah. think? When do you think the last time, if there's ever been a time in which only Alex saw a movie? And, like, what made you watch this movie instead of any of the other movies? It, it was, honestly, it was just the timing of the movie showing. Because I went to the theater for this. I went to uh, Nighthawk Prospect Park accidentally because I bought what tickets you for the wrong Nighthawk. I bought tickets <laughs> for the wrong one. Oh, that is a total Alex. Yeah. Um... Uh, so, respect made thirty one million worldwide. Well, okay. not a lot. That's not a lot. Well, I don't no. actually. I don't know anymore. So I didn't realize this was from the director of Suicide Club. That makes a lot more uh, sense. Um, I did not see. I don't know a lot of his movies. Uh, was it? It's it's Sion Sono. Um, so. 
I we all like we've been past that the trailer for Prisoners of the Coastland around to each other the last time we recorded. That's true. Yeah. Um, and so here's the thing. I do. do can we get a rust down to this? Does it even make sense to do that? <laughs> no, I think it does. Yeah, we haven't had one of these at all this cast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, um, yeah, sure. Uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland, directed by some guy who it hasn't the screen hasn't loaded yet. Uh, oh. do, 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 directed by Sion Sono. A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. And this is in Pirates of the Caribbean, is what you're telling me, right? No. Um it I thought that this had some production relations to Mandy. Is that does it not? Does it really? I, I don't know it if it no. did. I think that now all these guys that got Nicolas Cage to be in these shitbag movies are trying to like position themselves to look that way. They're like all, but I think it is. It was movies. what it was. It was X Y Z films, right? Yeah. Well, I guess so. Then technically, it's no. It's just the product. It's just a production company because oh, okay. they did Mom and Dad, Mandy, Colorado Space, and this. Sure. So it's weird. We've got to the point with these tiny Nicolas Cage movies that some of them are jockeying to be be like to have some sort of connection to good ones. Yeah. Yes. And and I think that like this one, like. Right now, the selling point is how crazy of a movie can we put Nicolas Cage in, right? right. Like, that's that, that's sort of what what you're going for is to see how crazy it can get. This that trailer is insane. This not as insane as you would think, hmm. which is kind of nuts. I mean, people have varying interpretations of this movie, um, really, which are interesting. Yes, there's a lot of them, and there's a lot of seeing it as a satire and critique of Western movies made for Eastern audiences. <laughs> okay. Um, Interesting. And okay. a lot of it, a lot has to do with the dropping of the bomb on Hiroshima. Um, okay. A lot of weird, like a lot of weird abstract stuff. Like there's a, it's like in a setting of like a Western style town in Japan and uh, like, like, complete with, like, people wearing cowboy hats and stuff like that. Um, the cinematography is, like, great in this. Like, there's some really well-put-together, well-composed shots. Um, and I think that when you're still getting kind of accustomed to the world for a while, mm -hmm. you're like, it's, I was on board. I thought this was going to be great. Uh, and they try to make it a little bit more ridiculous. They add, like, some crank in there. They put Nicolas Cage in a... Um, a suit, a jumpsuit with bombs on his neck, his arms, and his balls. And okay. you do get like cool. some great Nicholas Cage. Yep, because it's got to be edgy. It's got to be edgy. Like got to be edgy. Yeah, totally. Uh, you do get Nicholas Cage though screaming testicle mm -hmm. in a in a weird like his like heroic speech. Um, it's a Again, it's a crazy movie. Like the actual ghosts, or the, the ghosts in the ghost land, not as consequential <laughs> as you really would think. Disappointing. It's like, yeah, it's weird. It, 
there's stuff about it that's super cool. I think, again, sets, a lot of shots, a lot of, like, uh, the directing, um, I think is really cool. And oh, they yeah, have actually, an old-style like, 80s kind of synthy yeah, soundtrack. Kind of. And it's got, like, it sets reminding me of, Those are like my favorite Terry, kind of soundtracks. It, it sets reminding me of, like, a Terry Gilliam movie. Okay. A bad uh, one or a good one? Yeah, that's a they're very uh, important question. Exactly. Uh, uh, a little bit of both. But, like, no, sometimes it's, like, super imaginative and super weird and abstract and cool. Um, but the problem is also a little bit Nicolas Cage in the sense that they don't let him have as much fun with these to justify him being in the movie sometimes. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. It's again, I just, I feel like the, the main thing to put out there is sort of a buyer beware of it's not, again, it's not quite as over the top funny and crazy as you hope. Um, there is somewhat of a neat little movie in there. Um, the action's a, a letdown for okay. the most part. Um, but if you want like a pretty visually cool and striking movie to watch, I think that there's worse ways. There's definitely worse ways to go and you do get a little bit of fun fun caging um yeah i just think that again it's it's i i think this is not as they they need to lean into it more um gotcha. i think it's it's mid-tier i'd say this um this era of cage we've had a lot of really good cage recently though i, I you know what i liked i think i liked wally's wonderland better than this. whoa okay and I kind of like, yeah. Um, but again, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not as like I said, not not quite as as good as you'd hope. All right, all right. Do you want me to pop some solos? I do. Yeah, go for it. I mean, you've got like six here, so go for it. Yeah. Um, the night house. Yep. Uh, horror movie starring Rebecca Hall. Uh, pretty effective. Pretty good. Um, there's especially one jump scare in the middle that ruined me. Um, it's, but it, it's it's. I think it's the better side of like horror movies that try to be about something more than just spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it does really work. Uh, Together is James McAvoy and Sharon Horgan. I've heard very good things about that. It's one of the, it's one, it's kind of, it's a pandemic movie, uh, 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 specifically a, oh, a yeah. UK quarantine right. movie. Okay. And Wait, was that by the guy that did the hosts? Not sure. Okay. He, it's, so it does feel like it could have been a stage play, but oddly enough, like, I guess the pandemic's still so bad that they couldn't do a stage play so that it was easier to film it um it's i really like that the performances are incredible i think you kind of have to be ready to watch a movie kind of about covid but i like the two of them enough and i think they're both really fantastic in it okay that i I ended up really enjoying this uh cry macho the newest clint eastwood uh directed and starring 
What'd you go it's, and do that for? I watched it. Yeah, man. Home. I did not go to the theaters for this. <laughs> it's just, it's so distracting. It, there's no reason why this character needs to be 90-something years old. It's, it, it is almost like they never, because they never mention that, that it's so dumb that this guy is this old doing this, that it's it's too, it's trying to be a quiet, movie that like I couldn't get into because every two seconds was like you are so fucking old uh, <laughs> so I, it was very difficult I some people like this old Clint Eastwood stuff and it didn't work for me whatsoever um Cop Shop is the new Joe Carnahan uh who did <laughs> Carnahan who did uh Smoking Aces and a couple other yeah acts. like is he just making the same movie all the time apparently yeah what's up with that yeah, this is uh, Gerard Butler and Frank Grillo. It's two it's, guys who are in a lot of really yeah. uh, good shitty movies. It's perfectly fine. I w- you know I wouldn't put a great deal of effort into watching it, but if you want something dumb and you're a dad, yeah. watch Cop Shop. Did um, did anyone watch that Frank Grillo like Hulu movie? Did we talk about that ever? Boss level. I I still get ads for it every day. Hilarious. <laughs> I think Adam watched it. It's one of those movies that uh, our friend who has children watched because it popped up on Hulu's list of under 90-minute films. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a naptime movie. That is a naptime movie, yeah. Um, and then uh, I watched – oh, oh, sorry. One that I deleted, but I'll, I'll talk about real quick. Uh, Coda, which is on a- Apple Plus. Okay. It uh, was the – it was the most anyone paid for a movie out of Sundance that broke – Palm Springs record from two years ago. Oh, um, it's about a uh, the uh, child of deaf adults is what Coda stands for, and she, it is the only hearing um, member of a family. Uh, both her brother and her parents uh, are deaf, and it's so. But she wants to sing, but she's never sung in front of everyone. She doesn't know. She actually she doesn't know if she can sing. Oh, um, and it's like it's a kind of it's pretty cute, lighthearted. It's funny um I, I would definitely say if you're sitting at home it's a it's a pretty good movie to pop on it's on as i said apple plus um and then the last is the eyes of tammy faye which i did not know was directed by michael Schalwalter. oh really yeah. i didn't i didn't notice yeah. that till i uh looked it up like yeah. yesterday uh chastain's great andrew garfield's great um but the movie just can't figure out how it wants to tell its story through her life that by the end of it, it's like, it, it kind of feels like it's trying to show you that it's wrapped up this like bigger message. And you're just like, no, you just showed me a bunch of events. So I don't, I think it really misses the mark, but uh, she's incredible. And I would assume we're going to talk about her Oscar time. So, Oh, I was, I I was going to say, I thought we were going to go globes time for this, but you're saying Oscar. I I don't think there is a globes time anymore. (laughs) Oh, that's right, because right, yeah. they're racist and stupid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's I, I kept hearing that with that, it's like some of the characters, I guess, were like in a comedy and some were not. Like, I heard it's like just tonally uh, weird. It, it, it does, it work Like, scene by scene, it's fine. It just not, it doesn't build to anything. And I think this movie could potentially have so much to say about American culture that it whiffs on, but in the, at the end... You get the sense that they thought they were the way it ends. Gotcha. Which is a letdown, but but as I said, the the performances are fantastic, especially the two leads. Okay. 
Okay. Russ. I saw uh, Blue Bayou. How was that? Uh, it's good. Um, about the uh, about a Korean American man who uh, falls into the clutches of ice, um, oh. and it is they're trying to deport him. He's trying to stay. He's got family. He was actually adopted uh, to the U.S. And it's like paperwork technicalities that uh, are why he is there trying to deport him. And it's really mostly just a a message movie. Not not to say that it's not good, because I enjoyed it. Uh, A message movie about how... uh, what is happening in ice facilities right now is and with a with a lot of adoptions that happened before the 80s when it was kind of just like you went you adopted a kid if you didn't dot all your i's and cross all your t's you could be deported today right. and there it's actively happening and there's hundreds of cases right now where people who've lived here their whole lives are being deported and this is just one of those examples uh very good really uh affecting uh, and arresting i think it's um it's I I feel like it's not Oscar Beatty, but it's independent spirit Beatty. Okay. Um it's, just, it's, 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 in, it's enjoyable. Yeah. It just it it's one of those movies in which like it's it the trailers look good, but the story sounds like a super bummer that I just need to find the courageous time to go see it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a total bummer. Uh and yeah, I, I it's it's one of those ones where people I, I want people to know I'm like you're not gonna have a it's not happy, yeah. so if you're expecting like to be in a happy mood, even if you get the outcome you want, it's not good because this shit is happening. It it just it really like grounds you to the world that we're in right now, uh, and for that reason it is a little depressing, uh, but it is very good and um, yeah, it's a really good movie. Nice. But don't see it if you don't want to be sad. Yeah. Or see it and be sad, you fucking pussies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, how's Vacation Friends? Oh my god, I forgot this existed. Uh, it's one of the few movies that Alex saw. I felt like we had to mention it. Uh, it's not good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like. <sighs> I feel like the the lead didn't like those like um didn't quite have enough chemistry I feel like to actually make this work and I feel like do you John mean Cena, between like Lil Rel and John yeah. Cena or between yeah. Lil Rel and uh, the girl the woman from Insecure? Oh yeah, I don't I don't um, think we gave enough to its female leads. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah, while I had a good time and I thought it was well, funny. Well, both very good. In like one, one from Insecure, the other is on Search Party. Meredith Hagner, they're both very good on the shows. Yeah. So I, I thought this was going to be one of those. Oh, it's actually pretty good movies. But then I, you guys didn't say anything about it. So I feel like yeah. I like more than Alex did. By the way, Alex is sounding. You so- did. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I thought that there were times I would roll my eyes. When it tried to joke, but then it would win me back like five minutes later. Yeah, like, 
I think I think if you watch the first 15 minutes and if there's a joke in there you like, keep watching. If there's not, stop. Okay. This should have been made – like, I know they tried making this a long time ago. Actually, I was looking at the IMDb trivia while, while I was watching it. Uh, and apparently at one point they wanted it with Will Smith and Nicolas Cage, which would have been oh, amazing. What? Um, this should have been made, like, 10 years ago. Like, if this was made, like, uh, just a little bit earlier, I feel like I probably would have, like, been – been a little bit more on board i think it's just it's a comedy of another time um but it's not bad it's a like especially the streaming like again with low stakes streaming movie yeah it's totally fine was not mad i watched it okay okay it's 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 relatively short it's on hulu why not yeah nice okay tigs Allowing everyone to shut off the podcast if they choose to. Why don't you tell us a little bit about? Um, I'm sorry, what was the title again? Oh, it's Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time. Um, if you are as invested into the timeline and the series and the movies and the story as I am, you should probably go see it, and then you should watch. What like, if you're not? Then you should definitely not see it. Um, uh, you should see it and then watch like, I don't know, hour and a half of YouTube videos trying to explain it, then watch it again and then watch a couple more YouTube videos about it to see if you get it and then probably watch it one more time and then you'll be like, I get it. Uh, I I think that it does some like really cool things. Um, I I think that there's some, uh, closure that, that some like really simple concepts of closure like a father and son talking to one another that just never was explored in the anime or show um that 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 it's like oh yeah it could have stopped this whole thing huh um the, the, it, it gets a little weird you know it, it it turns into the real world at one point uh or a couple of times there's like 45 minutes of just like uh like the mtv original series or (laughs) kind of yeah because i truly have no reference point for anything you're talking about is this aliens or spaceships or monsters or robots well yep (laughs) yeah exactly oh or a teen romance yep (laughs) um it it it's weird uh it it kind of doesn't make sense and then kind of does make sense at the same time but i guess that's kind of par for the course if you've watched any of the evangelion stuff uh if you've if you've been watching along this whole time i think it is good to see a real end to this series and this story um where it seems like this is the definitive ending there's not much more that can happen after this which is very well nice. people weren't weren't really fans of the movies before Right, because they were just kind of recaps. The the first two movies were definitely recaps, um, and then it kind of like they they jump ahead like fourteen years out of nowhere, uh, and, and like a kind of the end of the series is um, like the the second impact, and then uh, by the end of the third movie, you're at like the third impact and going on like the fourth impact. Uh, so it, it kind of jumps around, and. You can tell, so 
the main character, Shinji, is very much just the, uh, like a, uh, an avatar for Anno, the creator. And by the end of this, you can tell that Anno is basically saying, I don't want to make these anymore. I, I, I've given you everything. Can everyone please stop complaining? This is the end of it. Uh, which I find to be kind of interesting and fun. So, uh, if you've seen them, watch them. If not, you probably stopped listening a while ago anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, but I did get on my Peloton. Oh, such a good idea. All right, let's get out of here so that Russ can do his Peloton. You can find us on the Web Movement Podcast. Oh, I can do both. You can find us on the Web Podcast.com. You can find Russ on all the social medias and probably the Peloton leaderboards as Russ Incredible. True? That is true. That is true. <laughs> Uh, you can find Peter on Letterboxd as P- Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Alex is always around buying tickets to the wrong place. So, you know, I... just go to the opposite you place see and see me. Alex Just look outside that old movie theater that used to have all the bed bugs in Brooklyn. You'll find them. <laughs> it's that. That's what. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, ooh. that's oh, good to know. Boy. All right. This is the end of this one. We will. See you all next time. Thanks for listening to me ramble about Evangelion 3.0.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time for a little while. (laughs) We'll see you all next time when we talk about Venom and probably some other things, but mostly Venom. 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 Wait, aren't we doing something next week? Uh Oh my gosh, you're right. We have an improv show next Saturday at 8 p.m., at Cobra Club in Brooklyn. Is that all correct information? Because this would be helpful. That is so all show... correct information. Good. I'll show up to the right place then. Um, our good friend and co-host, Nick Maritato, is heading out to L.A. And it is time for one last pig pile. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, who, who's going to be on the bill that day? We got Zach Sims. Zach Sims host. Oh. We got Zach Sims hosting. We got Sarah Tolomash, Ashley Brooke Roberts, Robert Dean, uh, (laughs) and somebody who was just booked today who I can't remember the name. It's like Ben something. You heard it here first, but (laughs) Ben's going to be there. It's going to be so good, dude. Ben is back. Ben's back. Actually, Ben is back. He did our show before. Ben Katzner. One final pig pile. Uh, pig final, and then we're gonna go in one car, driving like Vin Diesel, and then um, Nick's gonna gonna die. No, (laughs) he doesn't die in the movies. Hold on, he doesn't die in the movie. Yeah, no, he just shows up a couple years later. And I named my firstborn son after him. Yeah, exactly. Pig Pile 3.0 plus 1.0.1, thrice upon a time, come out next Saturday. Uh, that is uh, October 7th? Yeah, uh, why not? <laughs> uh, I think it's the 9th. Is it the I don't think that's how dates work. I think it's the 9th. It is October 9th. Uh, we're ready, obviously, for this. At least I am. You can tell. This is going to be, listen to this cohesion between us this group mind this is exactly yeah it hasn't been this long a long time yeah take 18 months off of comedy whatever give us 18 more exactly we would be Uh, we would be doing a disservice to nick and his legend if we practiced before this show (laughs) so i don't know i think if cosby did a comedy show tonight it would be pretty funny
Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll see you all next Saturday at the Cobra Club. And if you're not there, we'll see you next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Bye.